This week's interview, we have a fun sit-down conversation with Dan Hathaway from the Kansas City Barbecue Store. Welcome to the Butcher Barbecue Podcast, World Headquarters, Wellston, Oklahoma. The Butcher Turn Pitmaster, your host, David Bosca. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Butcher Barbecue Podcast. We have the one, the only, Dan Hathaway, the general manager of the Kansas City Barbecue Store. Dan, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, David. It's always good to talk to you, my friend. Man, it's been a long time. We've been trying to do this podcast for the better part of a month. And between yours and my <laughs> schedule, we've just never got it done. Well, you know, early in, in early in the year in February, we always like to try to do a couple contests. And I was lucky enough to, to run into you down in Huntsville when I was down there hanging out with uh, Brad with Getting Basted. And uh, we chatted for, you know, very briefly, but we got to chat at the contest. And then last weekend, I was actually out in uh, at uh, Sterling Bowles facility cooking the uh, guinea pig with, uh, with Jeff and, and our good friends uh, from 913 Barbecue. So it's been a busy last couple of weeks, and it, it's kind of nice to get back here to the store and kind of get my nose back to the grindstone. You've been burning the highway up. I, well, the, the, the air. Not, not necessarily the highway. Okay. We're, 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 uh, we're indoor cats anymore. We just fly. <laughs> <laughs> jet in, jet out. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you know, the, you know, the, the high-flying barbecue lifestyle is, uh, is uh, not too bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us how you actually got into barbecue. Well, you know, it was kind of a, it was kind of a by luck thing. I'd, uh, I've been working for Jeff and Joy Staney, who uh, you know own the barbecue store and also own Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. I've been working for them almost 17 years now. So the, you know, my entire adult life is I've been in, involved in barbecue in some way or another. At one point, we decided that we needed some extra parking space here at the barbecue store in Olathe, and Jeff wanted to, you know, in order to get the parking spaces, we needed to occupy more space in the in the complex we were at. And he he came to me and said, you know. I've got this idea to open a, a barbecue store. We're going to sell grills. We're going to do rubs. We're going to do all this stuff. What do you do? You think that would be something you'd be interested to? And obviously, I didn't say no. I mean, for one, I wanted a job, and second off, I you know just thought it sounded like a lot of fun, a lot better than uh, pulling 190 degree pork on every Tuesday morning and, and getting <laughs> that ready to go out. So, you know, fast forward uh, almost 13 years now. Um, we, you know, we're we're just chugging right along, just doing our thing and, and having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, we're still involved in in, in barbecue contests, still uh, myself included. But you know, we just we really love promoting the the I guess you could call it a sport. We'll call it a sport today. We the sport of barbecue, the camaraderie that comes along with it. It's just it's just become ingrained in everything that we do here at the store, and, and we absolutely love it. Your store was around when I got started. Yes, it sure was. So Kansas City Barbecue Store is a lot like the the barbecue forum was on. Yeah, it was it was the only way you could communicate with other barbecue guys around the country without picking up the phone. But yeah, the barbecue forum, I still look at it from time to time and it brings back a lot of good memories from from you know the the early days, you know, of, of barbecue and the barbecue store. It's it's still around, still there, yeah, for sure. Wow, Facebook's pretty well taken over everything, well, and that's one of them. Yeah, that 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 piece pretty much runs our entire lives anymore, as far as social media goes. Okay, so when did the store actually open? So we opened on my birthday, believe it or not, in two thousand and seven. <laughs> Just so happened to be that was our opening day, and it it opened on my birthday, which would have been that was a long time ago. That was my twenty seventh birthday. 
in 2007. That was awful nice of Jeff to give you that kind of a store for a present. Well, I think it was just so I don't forget. You know, if, oh, okay. if I could get married on my birthday and if we could just switch Valentine's Day to my birthday, you know, me being as selfish <laughs> as I am, I would never forget anything. So it'd be, it'd be great. Kudos for you for at least having one taken care of. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got it taken care of on my end. My anniversary is the day after St. Patrick's Day. So all I got to do is St. Patrick's Day comes around. I know the next day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. That, that's perfect. So... <laughs> Since the Kansas City Barbecue Store has instilled all of us with rubs and everything mm -hmm. as being the go-to store in Kansas City, yep. what was around before? You know, there wasn't a lot. There were a few guys around. In Kansas City in particular, there, there there's a, a store called Smoke and Fire. They're still there. They're still operating. They're good, okay. yep. good people. Then that was really it. There was a couple of guys that popped up and went away pretty quick. There was a, a gentleman up in Parkville. He was around for a little bit. I think he had some health, health issues and, and had to get out of it. But, you know, when we opened up, we, I think we we were, we were so focused, you know, on barbecue and barbecue alone, that we were really the the first to really dial in that focus and just be barbecue driven. You know, we didn't have fireplaces. We don't. We're not selling fire logs or anything like that. It was just all about the barbecue and the barbecue experience and backyard cooking and competition cooking and you know everything that comes comes along with that. And so that's that was really we were really the, the first barbecue store here in this area to really focus probably even around the nation well you know we don't want to get we don't want to toot our own horn too much but yeah i mean you could you could probably say that it, it, you would close if not yeah yeah i mean we were we were one of few at, at that point that's correct i mean there were yeah. guys like i mean do you remember uh fred's music i, I believe he's in pennsylvania yes, Fre yes i mean he was around and and he was one of the first guys that's how you know we kind of when we first were putting the store together, that's kind of where we got some ideas of, of you know, what, what, are, what are people wanting, what are people carrying, what makes sense. And, and Fred's Music Store was a, was a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that sort of thing. And I think one of the only other ones might have been Brett, <clears throat> TNT Landscaping Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TNT is, they have been, you know, they, they were always our direct competition when it comes to, and they probably still are, when it comes to uh, Horizon Smokers. I, I remember Roger uh, from Horizon Smokers, when he would deliver to us, he would also have cookers on the, on the flatbed, you know, going to, uh, going to TNT. Iowa. Yeah, up in yep. there at Ankeny. And so, yeah, it was just kind of a straight shop. Have you ever ran a retail store before? You know, I, I have. I, I, I ran uh, Jeff's Liquor Store. It's kind of a funny story. I worked in Jeff's Liquor Store that was next door to our gas station location. I ran that for a couple years after the manager at the time had passed away, and I went to Jeff, and I was just like, hey, what do you think about this? I'll, you know, I can, I could run this for you. And, and he was nice enough to give me the, you know, some dumb 22-year-old kid an or 23-year-old kid an opportunity to, to run the store for him. We, we didn't have it open that much longer after that because the restaurant had exploded, and we needed the space for catering. And so that's when we demoed out the store and, and created the, the catering space down at the, the gas station location and, and got everybody some proper offices in there. But yeah, I, uh, I ran his uh, retail liquor store for a couple years, started out working part-time there for him. I was laid off from the Carpenters Union and needed a, needed a job so I could buy my wife a Christmas present and <laughs> saw an ad open for, uh, for neat help wanted at this little liquor store that happened to be right down the street from the apartment that we were living in at the time. It was all 
it all took off from there and I can't be more happy, more blessed. And it's provided, you know, those guys have treated myself and, and now Jackie, my wife, she is a, an integral part of the restaurant anymore. They've treated us so well. They're, they're such good people and I can't say enough nice things about them. And I don't want to sound you know too sappy, but I, I truly do love those guys. They're, they're the best people in the world. I've met Jeff a dozen times and I agree wholeheartedly. Him and his wife. Yep, Joy. She's she is awesome. We just got to you know we're lucky enough that we get to spend some time with them away from work. That's what we were doing last weekend out in Palm Springs, or actually in Indio at, at Sterling Balls Guinea Pig Contest. We uh, we got to go out there, hang out with them, have a couple nice meals, and and just kind of catch up and kind of get we we use it as a, a time to powwow about you know what we're going to do moving forward. You know, with the store for the year and, and our our teams that we sponsor. Uh, but, you know, it, we also got to watch Jeff take home another grand championship, which is always fun to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. it would be. Oh, so, yeah. It makes the flight home a little easier. Yeah, it definitely does. Definitely does. Plus, when you get the first so shorts did you, and t-shirt all, all weekend long, it's pretty nice in February. So did you cook it or just hang out with Jeff? So what we did, it's kind of a funny story. So Jackie, you're, you know Dave and Bethany from 913 fairly well, don't you? Yes. Okay, so Dave and Bethany, Jackie, my wife, and I, we split up. We split. The girls cooked as the real BBQ wives of Kansas City. It was Joy, <laughs> Joy Staney, Jeff's wife, um, Jackie, my wife, and Bethany, David's wife, and they they cooked against. You know, this is this will be their third time cooking as a team. They're they're actually they've started a team. They're having so much fun with it, and they're actually scary good. They're they're on the verge of, of busting loose and, and winning a contest. So it was them. It was Jeff uh, with Slaughterhouse Five and, and JB, and then uh, David and I cooked as nine one three, and we had a horrendous cook. It was not good at all, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls, the girls ended up uh, finishing seventh uh, overall out of a good field, a really good field, and then Jeff ended up winning the contest. And uh, David and I, we were way far down. We were somewhere in the thirties. We did, we did not have a very good cook at all, and. And we both knew it. And when we were turning stuff in, we're just, I, I, I told David, uh, I was like, maybe we need to rethink this whole teaming up thing because when you and I cook together, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to get a female sous chef. Well, either that or we just need four, four gateway drum cookers and try to, and, and just cook on what we know instead of trying to cook. Like, I can't cook anything on a jambo. I don't know why. It's a, it's a tenderness thing, and I get a little antsy, and that p- seemed to pull things a little early, so... I think if I just cook on a drum, I, I'll be just fine because I'll just let it go and, and get that tenderness we're looking for. Well, what smoker do you normally cook on? So right now, uh, the thing that has hindered me in the last couple of years is I've, I've flip-flopped, and I've, I've changed cookers a lot, and I've never really been able to – I haven't been able to develop a really good program in the last three or four years. You know, I, I, went, I went from cooking on my Horizon, my 30-inch double-door Horizon, which has been my bread-and-butter cooker. I absolutely love it. I mean, it, it's one of the – it's one of the best cookers ever made. I, I went from that to cooking on a Jambo, thinking that I would be able to, you know, save a little bit of fuel and maybe, you know, save a little bit of time as far as when I start. And that didn't work out very well for me. So now I've, I've decided this year I'm gonna, I've developed a program that I like, that I'm comfortable with, and I'm going to go with four cans, and I'm going to run it all year long to see how it does because... I'll be honest with you, the thing that I cook on 99% of the time at the house, if I'm just practicing or if I'm just putting chicken legs on a cooker for, for my three girls, I'm cooking on a gateway drum cooker. You can't beat them. The flavor of them is great. The amount of, you know, the, 
the, the fuel efficiency is there, um, and the the end flavor, that char flavor, that true pit you know pit style flavor that you get off of them, you, you just can't beat them. I love them. I, I think they're the, the best cookers on the market right now. They are so fun to cook on. They really are, and that's the thing. You, you, you if you're not having fun, you're just doing it all wrong. I mean, you're just doing it all wrong. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, they. Uh, I remember buying my first one from Tim. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, I want to say it was at Laurel, Missouri yeah. cook-off uh-huh. years ago. I remember he sat up beside me, behind me, whatever you want to call it, and I was just intrigued. I was like a kid in a candy store. I went over there a dozen times all day Friday. Yeah. And I'm like, tell me about this. <laughs> tell me about this. And Saturday, I was hanging out over there about as much as I was at my place. And I ended up buying one. I said, dude, here's the money. I got to have one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just take my money. Just take all of my money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, you know, the can thing, it, it, it was a sneak. It wasn't, I wouldn't say sneaky. I mean, everybody, know, everybody knows who Snail is from, from Kansas City. And he was building those, those drum cookers year, for years and years. Forever, I cooked next to Casey Can Crew at the American Royal, and they always had drums. You know, he, he cooked on drums. He and, and, and Bubba. Casey Can Crew they, is a podcast of itself. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he and Bubba, you know, they won the American Royal on cans in, in 2007. And then Mark Greco turned around and won the Royal, what, two, three years later, cooking on all cans and then after that you know you started to see some people i mean jeff brinker came around and and he was the one that kind of got tim into it and then next thing you know the can thing just exploded and it, it it's huge now you can't go anywhere without seeing at least i mean i would say 90 percent of the teams you know have a can in their spot so, you know somewhere whether they're hiding it around back or they're they've got all four perched out front you know on display but uh they're they're everywhere absolutely everywhere yeah. and and for good reason i mean you cannot you can't beat the finished product when it's done correctly on a can i mean they're just it's it's a flavor that you don't get with any other cooker so do you sell the gateways in the barbecue store yeah we sell we sell quite a few matter of fact i just ordered uh just got had an order come in with some custom ones on it and a couple of uh of uh red ones for me for the season and and yeah we 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 do very well with the cans we do very very well with the cans it's been a great product for us to sell you know anytime you can get into a a price point under a thousand dollars for a spe- i would consider that a specialty item or specialty cooker I, I think it's a great product, and 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 it's it's something that we'll we'll carry for a long time. How many different brands of smokers oh slash grills? Right now we're do y'all right sell? now we're up to uh, we're up to about a about ten. We you know we carry that is a lot. We carry the big names. You know we carry obviously Traeger is is a huge a huge seller for us. They they do a great job with marketing, and that that in turn creates sales for us. Uh, but Traeger Weber Weber just came out with a new cooker. The smoke fire pellet grill. It's a, it's it's a neat little cooker. They've, you know, they 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 released it and they've had you know a little bit of little bit of problems with it. But I, it, you know, after I've cooked on it a bunch, it, it's I I don't see anything wrong. It's a great cooker. So, okay, so we'll get back to that. So we've got Weber Traeger. We've sell a lot of green eggs. The ceramic thing's big in this area. Uh, we sell pits and spits. We took on their pellet cookers, which are they're very you know heavy duty cookers. We have Deep South 
PKs. God, I know I'm missing some. Gateways. Horizons? Horizons, yeah. Horizons. Of course, Horizons. And then uh, 270 smokers, which is a neat little insulated cabinet cooker. We have Humphreys uh, cookers that sell well. You know, we, we just do a little... I try to have a nice variety between the old school offset all the way up to the most sophisticated pellet cooker you can get, you know. So there's everything in between there. You get the insulated... Excuse me, the insulated cabinet. You get the... The, the, the cabinets that, that have you know, water cookers, you know, we sell a lot of water cookers as far as the Webers go. But, yeah, it's just kind of all over the board. I like to mix it up, and I'm always looking for new stuff, you know, just, just new cookers that, that are neat and make sense and, then, and that, are, that are not only good for competition, but really I'm looking for stuff that's, that's really good for the backyard that I can, you know, get in the hands of some of these guys here in, in Kansas City that don't necessarily cook contests they don't have really any interest in cooking contests but want a really good cooker that they'll have for years so do you carry the different brands of pellets and woods and chips yeah, charcoal we have a, a little bit of everything you know our number one seller when it comes to pellets is uh is barbecuers delight candy sue does a great job with her product and and she's super awesome to work with and and you know candy she's one of the sweetest people oh, to meet. Yeah. And I, I love I love doing business for, with her and, and and have for a long time. Uh, we we sell a lot of Traeger pellets uh, just because you know Traeger pellet Traeger's the the hot hot brand right now. Uh, and and along with the uh, the Weber's they they put out their own brand of pellets. I haven't tried them yet, but yeah, it's it's we sell you know those different brands. We sell a lot of lump charcoal. We sell Blues Hog, uh, Jealous Devil. Nature Glow, which is made by Royal Oak, and we have some some um, Canadian charcoal, Nature's Own um, sugar maple charcoal that we we do a pretty good job with, and then the wood. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Was that that maple one? Yeah, it's really good, man. It, it 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 has a very unique flavor, and it burns as hot as you could ever want charcoal to burn. I mean, it it'll it'll make a Weber kettle glow glow red. Nice. Yeah, it's it's great charcoal, but. Uh, I just brought on Chigger Creek just recently and been really happy with their with their products when it comes to their mini logs. We had a local provider here in, in town that uh, decided he wanted to get out of the business because he you know he has kids that are in college and and you know wants to spend more time doing that and so and he has a regular job you know but uh, he got out of the business and I was kind of in, in a waiting pattern for a, a holding pattern trying to find the right wood company and I and I talked to I believe it's, it's Nick from Chigger Creek and. And he couldn't have been more helpful in, in, in providing us with the, the, the different varieties that we need and the different packaging that we need. It's been, it's been fun to work with him the last couple times. He really bailed me out uh, around Christmas time. I, I got to a point where we were getting pretty low on wood, and I called him up and I said, hey, man, I'm ready to make a big order. And he said, I'll be out tomorrow, and he shows up on a, on a, with a flatbed truck. I mean, that's, that's service. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, man, this is awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's been fun, and it, it's it's. It, it's been nice to have that kind of support when it comes to these these different vendors. They've they've been really good to us. So let's talk rubs and sauce. Okay. Any idea how much variety? <clears throat> well, I can tell you what we have in the store. It doesn't even scratch the surface of what's out there. And we, you know, right now we're we're at about a oh a hundred different brands of of rub. Probably close to that in sauce. I wouldn't say that I'm maxed out, but if I'm going to start adding more stuff, I'm going to have to start culling some, you know, some slower movers. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much out there, and and there's so many new items coming out on a daily basis. It's 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 endless. I mean, it really is. You can find a 
a flavor for everything right now. Well, let's dive off into that just a bit. Yeah. Let's say someone comes up and says, Dan, I've got a rub. I've got it in a bottle. Uh-huh. It's a good looking label. What criteria do you take in before you want to put it in? You know, the, the number one thing is I, I like to have, I like to actually try it out. I like to get it in my guy's hands. I send them home with, you know, if it's a sample bottle, I'll split it up and send it home with them. Say, here, try this out. See what you guys think. You know, you, obviously you can taste rub right out of the bottle in your hand, and that gives you a good idea what you're looking for. But, it, it, you know, for the most part, it all tastes the same. It's it's just a matter of trying it out. And then I, you know, do your research on it. Try and, you know, say, well, what what made them what made them want to get into the rub business because as you and I both know the rub you're not going to get filthy rich off the rub business <laughs> um, you know what made them do that is they want is it something they truly believe in is it something that that uh, that they're willing to you know help help us with you know as far as the sales aspect of it or or is it something that that's being promoted within barbecue or is it something that's being promoted within a different avenue, you know, it's just, you just kind of weigh all those different things. But when it comes right down to it, if, if it's good and we like it and we like you, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll, we'll take it on and, and give it a shot. I mean, that a lot of times that's, that's how the whole store kind of got started. I mean, we, we had so many different people here in town that, that have their own rubs and it's like, you know, we like this guy. We'll try it. We'll sell a sauce for a little bit and see, see if it sells, you know. And then it's just one of those things, just one of those things. That's, yeah. uh, kind of how, that's kind of how the way we run it. Well, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't know if you had a criteria that you was ABC. No. And We're not that technical. Or. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not that smart. So it, it's just, it's like, is it good? Yes, Dan, it's good. Okay. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. How'd you build your team there at the barbecue store? The the whole building of the of the team is kind of it's it's not really complicated, but it's it's more of we had an oppor- when we opened the store we had an opportunity to hire a couple of guys that were involved in barbecue and they and they were, you know uh, one of them his name was uh, Dave Brewer and he was a retired uh, electrical engineer and he worked his butt off for me the first couple of years I mean he, I asked him to do so much extra stuff and and it was just he myself and then Rick Salmon, who, if you don't know Rick Salmon, Rick Salmon is probably one of the coolest people you ever met in your life. Rick has been with me since the, I mean, he was the first guy we hired here at the store, and he, he's been with me ever since day one. He's just one of those guys I could ask him to do anything, and, and he's, he's my Sunday guy. So he really saves my butt from having to work seven days a week a lot of times. So Rick's been just the one of the best employees we've had and and you know one of the most caring employees that we have when it comes to really looking out for what's good for the barbecue store he's actually coming back to work full-time well i I wouldn't say full-time but we'll call it like part full-time for me in (laughs) april because rick's one of those guys that he's a retired police officer that worked in olathe kansas here where the store's at for you know for his whole life as soon as he retired he got three jobs and so, oh my! So he he started out when when he first retired from the from the police department. He actually went to work for Phil and Linda down at Smoking Guns in their smokehouse, and he did that for a couple of years. And then we hired him at Joe's Kansas City as a smokehouse guy. So it wouldn't I guess it wouldn't have been quite of a drive for him from Olathe. But when the barbecue store opened, we took we stole him from the from the restaurant, and he came to work for for me and, and he's been here like i said ever since day one it's been great i can't wait for him to get back to a regular schedule because we'll, we'll do some pretty neat things he likes to cook a lot 
and on I know on Sundays he's always cooking here at the store. So it'll be nice to have that extra hand here that wants to go outside and fire up a cooker, and we can get some good pictures and, and do all that stuff with it. So really excited for that. But, you know, after that, I you know, after Rick and Dave, Dave, you know, he, he finally retired completely uh, about five, six years ago. And uh, now I've got Kai, who's my, kind of my right-hand man here at the store. He's, he's kind of my jack-of-all-trades when it comes to, you know, working hours and that sort of thing and, and taking care of customers. And then I've got a couple more guys that work in our warehouse that ship out all of our orders. So if you've ever ordered from the barbecue store, it's coming out of our, our warehouse off of a little stainless steel table. We pack all of our orders, you know, in-house, you know, process them, do all that stuff. And, and it really provides us with the kind of customer service that I think you need when it comes to uh, guys like me who it's a Tuesday and you're going to a contest on Friday and you need something on a Thursday before you leave your driveway. So it's, it's kind of nice to have those guys, you know, on hand ready to ship anything at any moment. And, and that's one of the things that I've really taken pride in when it comes to the store is that, our orders go out as fast as they come in, and 99.9% of the time your order is going out same day unless we're short on something. Well, that's why I was going to go with the next question. Mm-hmm. You've got the store, yep. and with the great big Internet that's come on, yep. you've built an online business. Mm-hmm. And I know we ship to your warehouse. Yeah. Is the warehouse at a different location than what people see on the storefront? Yes, it is. It's actually just across the highway. So we're kind of in we're in a, a more uh, retail-driven area of Olathe, Kansas. But just right across the highway, right across I-35, there it's there's a Bass Pro Shops and that sort of thing. But on the, down the street from there, there's a big industrial area, and we were lucky enough to uh, to come across some a piece of property that we were able to put our warehouse in because before that I was actually working out of our back room. So we would pack, you know, a couple, 300 orders a week out of a, out of our back room here at the store, which if you've ever walked by a door that's open and seen the back room, it's tiny and it's jam full of stuff. And so this really opened it up quite a bit and, and it's made our lives a lot easier from a, from an inventory standpoint and a, and a, just a shipping standpoint. You know, it, it's been it's been kind of nice, and and when a big giant Weber order comes in, I don't have to hand unload a uh, uh, semi truck <laughs> and, and stack them as high as I can get them. Because there was a day where we would uh, we had a little storage facility up the street, like a regular old U-Haul storage facility, and we'd unload Webers in there and stack them eight or nine high, and and every time we needed something, we'd have to run over to the storage facility. But it was just you know that's the growing pains of a of a retail store. You know, you just can't automatically start up and have a, a 10 or 15,000 square foot warehouse that you're disposable, you know. That's absolutely right. And that's just growth. That's it all is. that is. It is. And, and it's good growth. So uh, we'll take it. We'll take as much as we can get right now. And it all spurs back to taking care of it from the beginning. Yeah. Jeff's taking care of you. You've taken care of the store. You've taken care of the customers. Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my hardest right now, David. <laughs> uh, Okay, explain everything that's under Joe's Oklahoma or Good Lands. <laughs> explain everything that's underneath Joe's Kate's Kansas City. Okay, so we have just we've got the three restaurants. We've got the gas station, which is our original restaurant. That's that's a special place for us. It's a special place for Kansas City. Shortly after that, we opened the Olathe location, which is in our parking lot of the barbecue store, which we used to actually be right next. We used to be attached to the restaurant. There's a there's a, a chef who's since passed away who did us a great service and, and put us on one of his 13 places 
to eat before you die. His name's Anthony Bourdain. Everybody knows that. But he put out an article, and that created a huge boom in our business, which we saw tremendous growth in that time. And we had to ultimately open up a restaurant in Leewood, Kansas, which is directly down the street, about five and a half miles down 119th Street, just on the other side of the the, the, the city, so it kind of makes a big triangle. You can hit us from any direction. So we've got the three restaurants, we've got the barbecue store, and then on top of that, about, I think it's been about five years, we um, got into the internet barbecue business where we ship frozen barbecue all over the all over the world, for that matter, which is our, we have a USDA facility that's directly next to the barbecue store. You wouldn't know it's there because it's all, windows are all blacked out, but we have two enormous southern prides in there in this little bitty space and those guys are working their tails off cooking barbecue and packaging it and getting it to our fulfillment center that we that we use for for cold storage and so that's that's really our our little nut right there we've got we've got the three restaurants the bar the retail barbecue store um and then the the senjo's we so that's what the meat plant's called yeah it's called senjo's BBQ and, uh, and where can they find that? They at? can find that on the Joe's Kansas City website. There's a direct link to it, and yeah, you can ship barbecue all over the country, and, and it's 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 fantastic. I mean, you know, a lot of times you might be a little apprehensive about buying barbecue and shipping it out, and you know, frozen cooked barbecue. But man, our our finished product is is incredible, and and the way that they they've developed a reheat process for it that you can easily do at your house with any of the, the things that you have in your home is it's it's great it's like i wouldn't say well it is good it's awesome did you see a big increase through the holidays with it yeah we should, yeah the the usda goes nuts around the holidays and and especially the the super bowl i mean the the chiefs being in the super bowl was huge for us oh my gosh i didn't even think of that yeah i mean it, it's great and man what an exciting team i i can't wait till next year because it it, you know, on Saturday before the Super Bowl, the barbecue store, you know, it was it was nuts. It was like a it was like three days before Christmas. It was just it's crazy. <laughs> and we got lucky, and it was like fifty degrees outside, so that had a lot to do with it. You know, had it been thirty degrees outside, who knows? But I I still think we would have done you know we would have done fairly well. So what do you sell out of the meat plant? Um, you know, really, there's there's different packages. So you know, they do like a rib package. Uh, the, get combo meat packages, that sort of thing. You know, they do all the sides. They have different sides, and they run, they run specials all the time. If you haven't checked it out, it, it's, a, it's a neat website that they've built, and, um, and, and they, man, they do a great job with it. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. They, they've, they've seen a lot of growth in the last couple of years, and it, it, it's really exciting for the, the company as a whole. That's very interesting. I remember it being built when I was up there, or it was up and wasn't inspected. Oh, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because you were up here doing a demo out on the sidewalk, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's exactly right, man. That that was a long time ago. <laughs> you need to get back. <laughs> that was when we were part of your. And, you need to come back up here and visit me more often, David. <laughs> there you go. That was when we was a part of your cooking team. Oh, as a matter of fact, I got that shirt on. Oh, do you really? As actually, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Do y'all still sponsor any teams? Yeah, yeah, we sure do. We, uh, we, you know, we still give me a shout out. And uh, we're working on finalizing all of the all the contracts and all that stuff with them. We did. We don't ask a lot of them, but you know, we do put together contracts. It's just the right thing to do. But yeah, we've got you know, Travis has always helped us out a lot. Um, we've got nine one three Dirt Road High IQ from here in Olathe. 
obviously Jeff and myself, Old Style Barbecue, Slaughterhouse Five. Uh, did I say nine one three? I think I did. Yes. Okay. Uh, Four Men and a Pig, Sublime, all those guys. You know that that have been a part of our growth as far as you know sponsoring teams. It, you know, it, it's just been fun. It, it's it's a good way to recognize the, the the teams that we that we believe in and that and the and we want to help them out as much as we can because ultimately, you know, it, I don't cook that much anymore. I wish I could, um, but you know, we've got guys like. Ryan Murphy with Dirt Road Barbecue, he's out there cooking 35-plus times a year, which is insane. And I know there's guys doing more, but, you know, man, the, the amount of miles he's put on his, on his stuff the last couple of years has been incredible, and, and, and he's, he's a damn good cook. And, and he, uh, you know, he just won World Food Championships, so he's getting ready to head back up to, I think, Indianapolis here in a couple months to go, you know, go try to win the big check. And we can't be more proud of them. I mean, it's awesome. It's just awesome. You know, we've got, we've got, you know, how could I forget Donnie Teal? The legend, There's also another one, too. The legend himself. I'm waiting for you to mention and, her. And Fat Boys Barbecue. And then, um, so, yeah, and then we, we, we try to get some guys from, you know, the, around the country. And, you know, we, we've got Fat Boys Barbecue, Danny and Corey Mikes, which I don't know. How many people have met them? I'm, I know you have. Danny's been cooking for as long as I've been alive. You know, he and Jeff used to duke it out in Terlingua back in the day at the World Brisket Open. Corey and Danny are just, man, you can't ask to have two nicer guys on your team. I mean, they're just, they're exactly what barbecue is. I mean. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, they're just, they're great. I wish they lived closer to us. I'd go hang out with them every day. I'd go knock on their door and just sit there and talk to Danny all day long. I mean, he's just—they're great people. And then you have—and then we have the legend Donnie Teal. I mean, what? What? There's nothing better than having Donnie on your team. We we love Donnie, and he's he's such a good guy. And and I remember, still remember the first time I ever talked to Donnie. It was shortly after I'd won North Kansas City, and he he caught up to me at a barbecue contest, and he came over to me, some unknown guy from middle of nowhere, Kansas. And Don, here comes Donnie Teal, come up, shake my hand, tell me congratulations on the on the, my first win. And man, that that meant so much to me. It was it was unbelievable. And so that that's one of my barbecue memories that I always that I always have stuck in my head is the first time Donnie ever came over and told me congratulations. It was actually man, I wish I could remember where it was at, but I can't. I really can't. But I I do You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean that that's what that's what it's all that's what the competition thing's all about. It just you know, making friends and and having a good time, creating memories. Because without any of that, it's just a lot of work for not a lot of reward. And folks that don't know Donnie, I'd love to do a podcast with him. But <laughs> I can sum up the whole podcast right now. I would say, Donnie, how you doing? Good. He'd go, Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that's all and that would be it. The and, podcast would be over. And that would be the most profound thing you've probably heard in a, in a month. So yeah, it, that's why he's the legend. <laughs> when was the first time we met? So I remember the first time I met, it was, uh, I, rem I remember the first time that we met, it was 2008, and there was a contest in Florence, Kansas. It was a, it was a Labor Day weekend contest, and so it was, a, it was actually a Sunday-Monday, if I'm not mistaken. I wanted to cook. It was getting towards the end of the year, and I wanted to get a couple of cooks in before my, my, my first American Royal cook-off. And we'd had a little bit of success, you know, our first year cooking. We, we came out of the gate pretty hot, and, you know, that, that's always 
you know, it, it's a good thing to come out of the gate hot, but, you know, we, we just wanted to go cook. And, and I was like, okay, well, I've got, I've got a, fr- a Saturday or a Sunday, Monday contest. I'm going to go run down there and do that. I can, you know, the store will be fine. I've got Rick on Sunday. Everything's good. So we got down there, and then in, in pulls this big old red trailer, and it was you. And we started chit-chatting. And then the next thing you know, on the other side of me, in pulls this other flatbed trailer just full of stuff. And it was a team called Florida Skin and Bones, and they had the biggest most giant white bird you've ever seen in your life and it was the funniest thing but this contest was awesome because it was like a who's who of barbecue at that time we had four men and a pig and and johnny trigg and and pellet envy and butcher barbecue you know Florida skin and bones was was hot at the time they were cooking really good and there you know a bunch of other teams that i i hope that i don't forget but but yeah it was a lot of fun and, and i got to i got to meet you and, and it was shortly after that we started carrying your products here at the store and 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 ever since then i always if i know that you're going to be at a contest i always look i really look forward to it so i can go out and and seek you out i mean one of my favorite things from the american royal and the bottoms was your spot at the american royal because i knew every <laughs> single time that i would walk down that that aisle I'd be able to yell at you and say, "Hey, David, what's going on?" You know, and it, it was just—it was just a lot of fun, you know. And then, and and so the Florence, Kansas contest in 2008 was the very first contest I think I ever I ever ran into you and running into you ever since. It's been kind of fun. Isn't it crazy how we remember the littlest things? Yeah, it is. But you know, I've been so lucky that I've got the best job in the world. I get to do one of my favorite hobbies in the world to do. I get to make a living doing it. I get to kind of watch everybody else you know, with, with their success and everything else around you. I mean, man, I, it's, it's been, it's been a wild last, you know, 12, 13 years of doing this. Cause I mean, I remember Travis being in the store when, when he was helping Rod out running, running Rod's pit for a class, you know, and next yep. thing you know, he's one of the best barbecue cookers, you know, best cookers ever. I remember cooking three spots down from, from uh, Darren Worth at the American Royal when he, when you know, really, he was kind of in the infancy of his of his barbecue career, and it's just to see all these guys just kind of take off and have all this great success doing barbecues. It's it's been it's been a, it's been a fun watch, that's for sure. It's been a fun watch. It's kind of cool being on the outside, looking at them, yeah. looking back at them, yeah, knowing where they came from, the changes they've made. Yo, yeah, I mean, I've got a really good story. But so, Dave and Bethany McAllister, who or 913 barbecue i remember when we were at in our old spot at the at the barbecue store and i remember them coming in and if if you know david he's he, i wouldn't say he's indecisive but he's indecisive at, in, at a lot of things and he's like oh well you know i want to do this and, and we're thinking about getting into competition barbecue and would this be a good chicken cooker and and you know they were looking at the american barbecue systems cookers which who they're who's one of their, their cooker sponsors. I remember when they first got their, when they got their first cooker, it, and then, you know, fast forward six years or so, and they're the American Royal champions. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Crazy to see, I mean, just to, just to watch that growth is, is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We have talked about the barbecue store, Joe's Kansas City, uh-huh. the meat plant, what big plans do you or the barbecue store have coming up? So right now we we're kind of in a holding pattern with getting getting the plans for our demo kitchen approved by the city. So what we're if you've ever been in the barbecue store, we have a, a we have two levels. 
because this is the way the, the shopping center works. So our lower level, we've got a pretty good-sized back room that um, used to be actually, when this was, before this was the barbecue store, it was actually a, a bar and grill. So in our back room, there's actually an area on the, the ceiling where there's roof penetration for a, a hood unit. So what we're going to do is we're going to open that all up, drop a hood in there. That way we'll be able to do in-store demos where we, you know, right now if we want to cook anything, we've got to drag cookers out to the sidewalk. We don't have any prep tables or anything like that. We all do it in the back room and then just haul everything out front. But now once this is completed, we'll actually have an area that we can do small demos. If we wanted to do, we could do small classes. I don't want to get into the huge, you know, 30 people classes, I think that, that dilutes it a little bit. But, you know, we could do like a 10, 15 person class, or we can just, we can just be cooking all day long we, we, and, and have it nice and organized and all that stuff to where it, it, it's just going to make it a lot of fun. So that's what we're working on right now. You know, we're, like I said, we're still waiting on approval from the city. They, they weren't too happy about having cookers inside underneath a hood, but you know, there's other stores here in town that do it, and, and I just I would like to join that, that group and be able to do that for our customers because I think that's the, number one re- that's the number one way that you can sell product, sell cookers, and sell the idea that barbecue is fun is if you actually get people in there, get them involved, get their hands on it, and show them how it works because, I mean, I know the first time I ever cooked barbecue, I needed a lot of help. I mean, it, it, was, it was barbecue ribs on a gas grill with a bunch of Arthur Bryant sauce on it. Uh, and it was good enough for me, and that was that was before I even worked for Jeff. So, you know, that being said, you know, the best thing you can do is get people's hands dirty and show them how to do it because there's not a better feeling in the world than pulling a slab of ribs off of a cooker that you just cooked, cutting them up and taking a bite out of them and going, damn, those are good. I mean, so what's your plan on a completion date? I don't, it's not, we don't have it, we don't have a completion date yet. Uh, Spring? Yeah. It's probably going to be late spring, early summer. I think that would be a cool place also to come up and introduce. Let's say we got a new rub or a new injection. Yeah. Do a, let's say, a worldwide publication of it. Here, here we go. Anytime you want to come up and do that, you just you just let me know. Or if you want, or if you want us to do it, y'all, you send me the product and give me a, lit, a rundown of what, and and we'll definitely do. It. We'll we'll shoot it live over the interwebs. <laughs> I like that. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. And, and you know that's that, that's the way of the world anymore. I mean, there's everything. Everything is 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 media driven, you know, and, and social media driven, and it's it's a very important part of our business moving forward. And and we're trying, you know, we're trying to do more of that and make it more meaningful than anything else. Because if if you just if you're just out there posting random stuff on 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 social media with without any r- true good content that makes sense it's just it's a waste of time so do you do the social media for the barbecue store i'm working on it i'm not that good at it i'm 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 such i've got these i've got these great ideas but then when it comes to it i i'm so apprehensive about doing it because i don't i I, my self-confidence isn't there yet with the social media yet (laughs) i'm working on that part so I'm with you there. It, it, you know, you want to you want to get to a point where you're like, oh, I've got this. I want to do this, and then you you get to a point and you're like, well, I'll post it on social, but you want it to make sense. And I'm so afraid of it not making sense that sometimes it it's it it, it hinders me and it, it keep it prevents me from from doing it. But I'm I'm starting to get more and more comfortable with it as I do more stuff on my own. And so 
just trying to just trying to work through all the bugs. So, what's an average day like? What do you do? Where do you start? Uh, my, you know, really, it's just get up, get in here in the morning. It's it's not that exciting. I could go through it. It's not that exciting. Come in here, go through the store. Obviously, get the store open. Burn through a bunch of emails since we order direct from a, a ton of different vendors. Like, um, you know, I order if I need if I need your product, I call you. If I need um, if I need OBQ, I call OB. Or if I need, you know, just I, I, I call, I do a lot of, indiv- you know, and so I, I have a lot of paperwork. <laughs> so a lot of yeah. times, if you sneak in here in the morning early, you'll find me in my office, you know, burning through invoices and making sure I haven't missed any so I don't get yelled at. So it's just it, it, a, lot of my, a lot of my time is, is spent, you know, making sure that we have the proper inventories, that, you know, that everybody's got, got something to do and, and all that stuff. And so, you know, it's, it's not the most glamorous thing in the world, but... You got to you got to do it. Around lunchtime, it starts to get pick up a little bit. Um, in the afternoons, and and you know, I we had a guy banging on the door at nine o'clock this morning that desperately needed some uh, Heath Riles product, and so we're like, yeah, come on in. We're you know, we get the money done. Everything's good. Just we'll unlock the door for you, and we open at ten. But you know, get what you need. We don't want you to go without. So that's right. Fifty cents is fifty cents. <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a regular day at the store. We're open from 10 to eight. And so our evenings, you know, during this time, it's a little slow, but in the summertime, we'll get some, some people, you know, coming in for charcoal and pellets and that sort of thing after work. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the spring coming. It's, it's, it's long overdue for me. Well, outside of barbecue, what is your passion? What refuels Dan? Do you collect stamps? Do you do poetry? (laughs) What is it? I, I'm a huge music guy, so like when I when I get home and I want to unwind, I grab my girls and I, we I've set up a little music room at the house and and I'll grab my girls and we'll go in there and we'll bang on drums and play guitars and play pianos and trumpets and whatever I have laying around. I mean, I just I'm kind of a I wouldn't say I'm I wouldn't say I'm a hoarder, but I do like to have a lot of instruments shoved into that room. So we've got. We've got a little bit of everything, I, and I'm a huge, I mean, I love music. Music is one of the most important things in the world to me. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. And I've got, you know, where I, where I live, we've got, you know, we've got a little mini orchard in the back, so I've got like 30-some-odd fruit trees. Take care of those. And Mini? What's that? 30 is not many. <laughs> it's enough to keep me busy. So, you know, in the springtime, we go out there, and, and I take, you know, prune trees and take care of that stuff, and... And, uh, you know, just live in the regular old country life, hang out with the dogs, that sort of thing. It's kind of a break of reality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you know, I always end up having a cooker fired up at some point, you know, testing, <laughs> testing ribs or testing chicken or, or cooking dinner. You know, there's, there's always, a, always a cooker going, whether it's oh. or, or my daughter. My oldest daughter, she loves to barbecue, and, you know, she's got her own little cooker. I say little, she's, she's 12 now, but she has her own cooker. She'll go out there and cook, cook lunch for her sisters, you know, that sort of thing. So do you take any of the lambs that you've pruned off and say, I just wonder what that'd be like cooking with? <laughs> I have, actually. I, you know, you, you can't. So we did it last year when we, when we first got out there. We did it last year. About the middle, middle of summer, I actually burned some in a can. It was fine. I mean, it's all peach wood, so... It, it, okay. it just, it's not anything goofy, but you know, it, it, it was fun, you know. What I do with everybody mm-hmm. is we inject them with a truth serum. Okay. You actually halfway stole my thunder oh, on one oh, of them. No. 
And it was, what types of music do you listen to? You name it. I've, my, my musical taste and, and what I listen to is so eclectic. I mean, I, I listen to everything. I mean, I, from everything from, oh, God. I mean, what kind of era? What, what? You name it. I mean, so right now, okay. I'm like my favorite guy right now, and, and Jackie and I have seen him a handful of times. His name is Jason Isabel. He's an Americana artist. He's an ex-band member of, of Drive-By Truckers. It's great. Great music. It's kind of, it's kind of a chilled out version of country rock. But yeah, I mean, I listen to everything. I mean, if, if, if people actually went through my playlist on my iPhone, they would think I was a crazy person. I mean, they really would. They're like, this guy has major, major bipolar problems and we probably need to get him help. All right, next one. Okay. Are you a Coke, Pepsi, or a Dr. Pepper drinker? I'm a, I'm a Diet Coke guy through and through. I've actually I've got to a point. or a bottle? I, what's that? A fountain or a well, bottle? It depends on the fountain. I mean, we all know that uh, that a sonic or a sonic diet coke is pretty good and or or you know but i think i think more and more i'm a bottle guy i'm a bottle guy what do you mix in it nothing not anymore what <laughs> just ice <laughs> <laughs> well dan where can we find you on facebook the barbecue store the meat house yeah everything so right now we've got um the, the Kansas City barbecue store has their own social which is um Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there. You can find me personally on Old Style Barbecue, Facebook and Instagram. Send Joe's Kansas City is the USDA facility. Or you can just go to Joe's Kansas City BBQ.com and that's our restaurant. That's our main that's our mother site if you want to call it that. And that that's where you can get connected with everything that we do. If anybody needs anything, they can always call me at the store. I'm here every day except for Sundays. You know, we're we're here to help keep the barbecue world turning. So it's 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 like I said, we just have fun with it, and we we love meeting new people and, and helping as much as we can. Well, Dan, I appreciate the phone call. This is exactly what I wanted. Awesome. Just a conversation. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it, David. It's always good to talk to you, man. And I ho- I hope the podcast thing's working out great for you. I've listened to to the majority of them during you know in during my flights around the around the the West Coast and down to down to texas so uh, i it, it's kind of fun to hear your voice and, and see what everybody else has got going on well i've enjoyed the tar out of doing them <laughs> i bet it's it, i i actually toyed with the idea of doing one from the store here just because i it, it's fun i mean it's fun to get to talk to you guys and 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 oh i could see yours being huge uh, well maybe well don't get apprehensive about okay. it okay i'll try not to outthink myself <laughs> on it because i'm pretty good at that <laughs> Well, Dan, once again, thank you. Thank you, David. Listeners, I appreciate you listening, and go subscribe. All right. Take care, David. Bye. Bye. Smash that subscribe button and be ready for Butcher's next podcast.